So when I can bring travelers on a photo tour, help them immerse themselves into the local culture, learn about the local culture, but at the same time, provide them an opportunity to give back in a meaningful way, there's something different that we offer than the vast majority of photo tourism companies offer. Hi, my name is Kara Myers and welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. Each week, I chat with women who have built incredible businesses in the travel and tourism industry. You'll hear their inspirational stories of success. We went from 2,000 a month to about 70, 72,000 a month um, in that span of, of nine years. And struggle. I wish that I could tell you that I pivoted really quickly and like jumped back on my feet and I, I did it. And what they learned along the way. Give yourself the grace of knowing that it's not going to happen overnight and you're going to make a ton of mistakes. And as long as you learn from them and move forward, that's okay. So grab a coffee, hit subscribe, and get ready to learn and feel inspired. Hello, hello, it's Kara here, and welcome back to the Travel Business Lounge, the place where we celebrate and learn from female entrepreneurs in the travel industry. This is episode 23, and I'm so thrilled to say that I'm joined by Amina Mohammed, the woman behind Triple F Photo Tours, which is a small tour operator that leads photography trips to places all over the world, but specializes in trips to Uganda, which... As you'll learn in this episode, Amina has very close ties to, and she's also the mind behind Cameras for Girls, which is the charity arm of her tour business, which helps support some of the women that guests on her trips to Uganda have the opportunity to actually meet and get to know. I loved my chat with Amina because she's really one of those women that has a dream and goes for it. And not only that, her professional background had absolutely nothing to do with tourism up until she awoke one day with this idea of leading tours to Uganda and has since built a fantastic business. I also really admire her tenacity because she's built this business in a very difficult time. She's only led a few tours. She's very open and honest about that because of COVID and that has been a, a big setback, of course. But she's still achieved so much in such little time. And I'm particularly impressed with her commitment to incorporating a philanthropic edge to her business. And I think this is something that we're seeing a lot more often in you know, most industries, but especially in tourism, people wanting to be more sustainability minded, more ethically minded. And so I wanted to bring on a guest who could share their experience of building a tour company that incorporated those values, but didn't do so just as a marketing ploy. You know, it's obviously attractive to a potential client to see that a business that they're interested in traveling with has those ethical values, but you want to make sure that they're actually following through with the good that they're saying that they're doing and that it's not just a means of selling more tours. And that's absolutely the impression I've gotten from Amina, she is so committed to this mission beyond just the tourism aspect. She really wants to give back to the communities that she visits, which is just so inspiring. So I really hope you take something away from this episode and maybe it inspires you as well to think in different ways of how you could make your own business do good, not just for you, but for the communities and the people 
that you interact with on tour. So hope you love this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. And if you do, please remember to leave a review, share it with your friends. Anything you can do to promote the podcast is greatly appreciated and really fuels my fire in terms of striving to make this podcast better and more helpful for our listeners each week. So I won't say anything more about that other than I thank you so much and I really hope you enjoy today's episode with Amina Mohammed of Triple F Photo Tours and Cameras for Girls. All right. Hello, Amina. Welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. I'm looking forward to hearing about your business because it's a type of business that we've never had featured on the show before. And that is because it has a philanthropic edge to it. You've paired it with a sister charity, I guess I could say, Mm -hmm. uh, that you also run. So before we talk about those two businesses, let's hear a little bit more about your background, where you're from, how you got into travel and photography, and then go from there. Sure. Um, So um, I've lived in Canada since I was three years old, but we originally came uh, in 1972 as refugees from Uganda. Um, All the Asians were given 90 days to leave our country uh, by then President Idi Amin. And um, that experience deeply impacted us, you know, landing in a new country where we didn't know the culture. We knew the language because, of course, we had English, but it was very different um, from coming from a tropical climate <laughs> into oh my goodness. freezing cold Canada <laughs> yeah, in shock. Um, yeah, October, right? So, And then in 2007, I got the opportunity to go back for the first time to Uganda to discover wow. our roots, to film a documentary actually about the return of the Asians and... Um, It was then that I fell in love with Uganda, the people, and, um, but at the same time, you know, saw a lot of poverty and female inequality, which basically would shape the person I think I've become. Fantastic. That must have been such a life-changing trip. It was. It really was. um, Because I grew up hearing about all these amazing stories about Uganda, my parents, how they lived there, how they had running water, electricity, all these things. And then when I went in 2007, because the country had been through so much, none of that was there. Like, and it was it was a shock. Right. Is something you think, you know, is real and you imagine. Right. Because you hear stories and your brain starts to think some things like that. And then you go back and it's completely different. It was, it was a really a shock. Wow. And then how long was it from when you took that trip to when you made it back to Uganda yeah, again? A long time. Um, <laughs> I threw, but between that time and between the time I started uh, both these uh, endeavors, I Uh, left film and television. I got into a different, totally different industry as a mortgage broker, and I adopted a child. So everything started unfolding. And every time I thought, okay, this is the chance to take my life into a new direction, something would pop up. And so timing was just never right. And then In August 2017, I literally woke up in the middle of the night because I have insomnia. And I you know, I woke my husband up and I said, I'm going to go back to Uganda and teach photography to local like females. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And he went back to sleep because I'm always <laughs> coming up with crazy ideas. Yeah. Um, but it was the start of, you know, something. I knew that there was something there. So I stayed up the rest of the night just putting pen to paper and trying to figure out how to make this work. 
And why what, did you want to teach photography in particular? Why was that the initiative? So I grew up with a camera in my hand. My my dad gave me his first camera. I was always with a camera. I never thought I personally could make it a career because I always suffered from imposter syndrome. You know, I'd leak at other people. I'm like, oh my God, they're so amazing. That's not me. And some days, I'll be honest, that's still me, right? Um, and going from a very creative field of film and television into a very uncreative field of uh, mortgage brokering, even though I was super successful, money was never the driving force for me. And I missed photography. I missed like having a camera in my hand. But I knew that if I was going to leave a successful career, it had to mean something. And so I thought that if I could teach photography to others and help them like bring their worlds up or bring themselves up through my passion for photography, then it was something, it was something to pay it forward, right? And I really wanted to make a difference because we grew up in Canada with all these opportunities, but yet females in the developing world don't have the same opportunities. So, yeah. Incredible. And so that dream of teaching photography to girls in Uganda eventually became Cameras for Girls, which is your charity that you now run. Yeah, we just got registration, uh, Canadian uh, status in September. So after three years of running this. And so to date, I've taught 32 girls in Uganda, 12 now have full-time jobs. And recently I did 10 women in South Africa online, of course, um, and hoping to circle around back next year to do it in person. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, how does Triple F Photo Tours fit into exactly. this business? So because I'm never happy with just one thing and I'm crazy, I thought, <laughs> hey, why not start a business? To be honest with you, I never thought of having a charity. I never thought it would get to this point. I just thought I would use my passion for travel, photography, and philanthropy, combine them into something, and then teach photography at the same time. But then when I started developing both, I realized they had to be separate. So Triple F Photo Tours really um, came out of my need to provide a conduit to supporting cameras for girls, right? So when I can bring travelers on a photo tour, help them immerse themselves into the local culture, learn about the local culture, and help them improve their photography but at the same time, provide them an opportunity to give back in a meaningful way. There's something different that we offer than, you know, the vast majority of photo tourism companies offer. Because usually they're not so vested in the cultural tourism aspect. They're just interested in, hey, let's just go and see the beauty of the country. We'll get you amazing Instagram worthy photos. But then you come back, or at least I came back from my first one, feeling empty. Because there was nothing, mm. I didn't learn about the country or the culture or the people. And it's really important for me to combine the three. But And especially when they travel to Africa and they can meet these girls and see the impact that their dollars are making, it becomes more impactful and also longer sustaining, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, so it's philanthropic in the sense that a percentage of the profits go to your charity mm-hmm. um, and also are guests on your tours then helping to teach the the girls or only do- when they come to Uganda so if we're doing Costa Rica or we're going to Alaska or India where we don't necessarily combine the cameras for girls program 
they still monetarily support the program because 10% of the revenues are going to the charity. Fantastic. Okay. So, so t- tell me more about the tours themselves. What is a, a typical day like, or what is the length of the tour? What are you doing? Yeah. What's, what's the style? So Uganda, for instance, is 18 days, uh, two days back and forth wow. for travel, 16 days on the ground. We do everything from two safaris, guerrilla trekking, a lot of cultural immersion, because I want them to understand there's 54 different tribes in Uganda alone. And so it's not like we're meeting all of them, but they get a diversity uh, throughout the tour. They meet people in the Revenzori region or they meet people in, you know, um, another region that have very different ways of language, but also ways of communication of foods, all that stuff, art. Um, And then um, on every single excursion we're doing, I spend time with everybody to make sure that they understand how to operate their camera. The worst thing is to go on safari, want to capture an animal with this amazing light, and you don't know how to operate your camera. So before we even go on our tours, I spend time with each person who needs it on a private Zoom call, making sure that they know how to use their camera, get it off of manual, get it off of man auto rather and into manual so that they are comfortable when they go on the tours. And then every night or every two nights, depending on whether we're traveling from one destination to the next, we review those photos together so everybody can get an understanding of their photography and how to improve, right? So it's not just, hey, let's come and take photos and wait until you get home to see if you mm. had to improve or not. When we're improving in the field, they come they have that sense of accomplishment, right? And they're really happy when they can see themselves take it from here to there all in one trip. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. So are, are these mostly hobbyists or are they people who are hoping to eventually pursue a career in photography? They're a mix, I would say. Like some are amateur, some are enthusiasts, some are even professional because they love the idea of traveling Mm. with other photographers, right? Maybe imparting their own knowledge. Um, But also when, especially Uganda, when they get to meet these girls and they get Mm. to give part of that back of themselves, imagine that gift you're giving, right? So whether you're, whatever level, I always say to people, it doesn't matter what level you are at, as long as you have a passion for photography. And there are people who come on our tours who have (laughs) no desire for photography, but by the end of it, they come home with a, like, you know, an interest at least in learning photography because they're now immersed in it, right? And they're learning from everybody else. And it gets infectious when you see other people with mm-hmm. amazing photos. And, you know, I say to people, don't come with a cell phone, but come with, like, really learn about what kind of camera you need. And that's what we're here to guide you with. That's great. Yeah, I can imagine just even if you're not necessarily into it, getting jealous of everyone else's <laughs> really great images yeah. and wanting to get on board. Yeah. So, so for that Uganda trip, are they teaching the girls camera skills or, or are they just meeting the girls and learning more about the charity? Yeah, so they actually sit in on the three-day training. Um, so just to give you an idea, Kim Jackson, who came with us in 2019, for, she had dreams of going to Africa since she was five years old. For her 60th, she treated herself to come with us. And she per, she was an um, amateur photographer and she took place in the three-day training and worked alongside the girls to improve her photography. But by the end of three days, she was showing the girls some of her photos, learning from them. Like it was just (laughs) one of those situations where they're really 
not only learning photography or teaching photography, but they're learning about each other's cultures and they're sharing, you know, and they're breaking down those borders yeah. between each other. And that's what they come up away with, right? They now not only see the impact, but they get to really immerse themselves in that impact. They get to really have that sense of, wow, I did this. I helped with yeah. this. Like, you know, seeing your travel dollars at work is much more fulfilling than just hearing about your travel dollars at work. Absolutely. So where I'm curious how you found your first clients to come on your tours. Were they familiar with the charity beforehand and came through that way? No. So I, because I was combining this all at the same time, it was sort of like me just going crazy and posting, right? Hey, come, come, come. A lot of people were afraid of, well, have never been, or it was just not in their wheelhouse. But for those that had, they've either traveled to Uganda before, or they were interested in photography, or they just had a desire to give back, right? So it's a mix of different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm promoting Costa Rica and everybody's like, yeah, this looks great, but when are you going back to Uganda? Right? So when we were pitching Uganda, it was sort of like, okay, well, you know, maybe another time. And now that Uganda's not until next year, everybody's like, well, when are you going back to Uganda? <laughs> so, you know, it's sort of, it's good to see people are interested in traveling again, even though there is a small fear around this COVID, you know, still clutching onto us. Um, but I'm, I'm literally using this as a test right now, even if Costa Rica goes or doesn't go. It's good to get out there and see what's possible, right? See what the market is like. And people are definitely interested in what we have to offer because they love the fact that they not only get to improve their photography, but they get to immerse themselves in culture. And when we've been isolated under COVID and not being able to meet each other, right, just Zoom, it makes a huge difference to actually go out and meet people on the other side of the world. Absolutely. I think, I mean, everyone I've talked to feels the same in that people are going to come back or travel is going to come back just voraciously because people are so desperate to get outside, interact with different people. Yeah. But I think the way travel um, is going to um, come back is going to change, right? Most people in the, like many people in the past were always like, oh, well, I'm just going to go to a resort. Now people are like, well, no, that's still not inclusive enough for me. How am I going to actually, you know, meet people just at a resort? I'm not going to learn anything by staying at a resort. But when you, when you free yourself up, think differently, open yourself up to new experiences, now you're going to, you know, see what travel is really meant to be, which is about breaking down borders breaking stereotypes of what other people are or are not right and we always we read all these magazines we see all these movies and we come away with perceived notions but unless you really get into that community and that culture you really don't understand what those people's lives are like or 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 they are like yeah it's so true and I find that it's so hard to dislike people when you've met them in person and they you Mm -hmm. they're humanized in a way that it's it's impossible Mm -hmm. to happen when it's through a screen or uh otherwise so it's i I completely agree it's so important to have those travel experiences yeah and we kind of seek um not all of our destinations but we seek a lot of our destinations where there are um people's perceived ideas of what a culture is or a people is like so we were looking at afghanistan 
as a possible training place and a possible photo tour simply because we wanted to break down those barriers. Unfortunately, now we can't do that, mm -hmm. right? But we will be doing Turkey. We will be doing, you know, India. We will be doing like places where a lot of photo tour companies, especially don't focus on. I want to open up that to other people. I want to say, look, I come from a very different country, um, you know, and unfortunately, I hate to bring it up, but during COVID, we saw a lot of racism rise to the fore, right? Which I thought would never happen. Mm -hmm. I thought we were past that. And that makes me very sad. Um, so my my ultimate goal is to bring people together through travel. And again, I'm going to repeat it, break down borders and you know, stereotypes and really just learn to like, like people for who they are yeah. and not what culture they come from or what religion or what background or what color or whatever. Yeah. Right. And I might be naive, but that's the world I want to live in. Uh, me too. Absolutely. Now, I mean, you're, you've done this like crazy and incredible thing of starting yeah, crazy <laughs> <laughs> a little bit crazy but very much incredible of starting a charity starting a tour company moving into a field that you didn't have any prior experience in mm -hmm. um and I know you obviously have a personal relationship with Uganda but an, an 18-day trip to Uganda that's a that's a lot of work to organize and prepare for that kind of tour. So yeah. what, what were the first steps you were taking when you decided, I want to do this? I'm very lucky. Um, so when I went uh, to Uganda in 2007, my fixer was an environmental journalist. And we be became really good friends. And he has now, um, as of a couple of years ago, started his own uh, tour company called Revenzori Safaris. So he is my um, back end on that side. So I'll tell him exactly what we want to do. And he arranges everything on that side. So all I have to do is bring our people. And then he takes care of our transportation, our lodging, our excursions, everything. And ultimately, he makes that we're, make sure that we're safe. Right. Because, you know, I, could, I feel very safe go to, going to Uganda. I have family there. I know people there. But at the same time, it's not politically stable. As, are, as is the case for many African countries. And so working with a local is essential because they know of the places to avoid and then they know the, the places that you can go to, especially in Kampala, which is the capital city. We'll be walking around um, and we are very safe to go, uh, very careful to go into certain areas where we know riots are not going to break out because the people are very upset with the government. And mm -hmm. so riots break out all the time. So we avoid those places. If Had I been doing this myself and trying to go from scratch and connect with, you know, tourism companies, which I know a lot of in Uganda, it would have been a different ballgame because mm -hmm. they're, they're not, their first priority is not necessarily our safety. It's more like, hey, these are tourists. How do we, you know, make the most out of them? Whereas he's opposite. How do we keep you safe? How do we make sure that you fall in love with Uganda and its people and want to come back, right? Mm -hmm. And every time we take somebody there, they fall in love, just like I did, with the people and the country more than, you know, all the amazing excursions that you will see. So, um, yeah, it's about working with a local company. And that's what I have uh, seek to do with every, um, every trip that we form um, because 
uh, it's, you know, getting to know the local companies, what they can offer you, but what are their ethics as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, supporting a local company that in itself is, has a philanthropic slant. Uh, yeah, especially well. after COVID, right? Because look at how many of them just like struggled, especially in the developing world. So yeah. by building back, we're not just building back us, we're building back them. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Um, I'd like to go back a little bit more to your marketing strategy for getting uh, clients on those f- first tours. You said you were posting everywhere. Was this on social media or how are you advertising? Yeah, I was doing social media. I was, all ch- I was reaching out to a lot of uh, tourism companies that, you know, like to partner up with. Because we were small, not a lot of them were interested. Now they're coming back and saying, oh, we noticed that you're back, So, which is great. And just trying everything, right? Reaching out to friends, reaching out to family, uh, a lot of grassroots marketing. Because when you don't have a budget, what are you going to do, right? You use mm-hmm. every free available resource to market yourself. Did we sell out completely? Absolutely not. But was that going to stop me from going? No, because... I was there for a purpose, regardless of how many people I had coming with me. My purpose was clear. It was to show these people a good time, but to also make sure that the cameras for girls training went off without a hitch. And it did. It was, you know, beyond my expectations. Oh, good. Now, how many tours have you run so far? Only two to Uganda. And then COVID hit us, right? Like bad, like everybody else. We had our third one planned for August 20th, uh, 2020 rather, and we were sold out eight spots. And I was like, oh my God, we're finally getting there. And then I had to like return everybody's money and cancel everything. And March 15th, and I was supposed to book all the flights on March 16th. Wow. So somebody up there was looking out for us because could you imagine had I done it on the 14th yeah. and then everything shut down on 15th, we would have been like shattered. Absolutely. Right? So um, other than that, we were able to cancel all of our, you know, hotels and all of that stuff. No, no loss there. It's just everybody had to get their money back. So it's just, you know, when you finally get to that point and then everything. So the, the moment COVID hit and every the world shut down. I was like, I went back to work. I was like, okay, I know this too shall pass. So how do we keep going? How do we make sure that when it comes to four and everything opens up, we're ready, right? And so I've been working like a dog on both of them day in, day out, and I haven't mm-hmm. taken a break. So I'm looking forward to December when I'm going to take one week off or force myself to take one week off and do nothing (laughs) except for photography and reading books. (laughs) That sounds great. And are you still working as a mortgage broker as well? Oh, no, no. So I literally walked away from that career um, the day I decided I wanted to do this. So I kept hanging on until I knew that we had something. And then the day I launched, I, I was like, I'm done. So, um, and I'm very lucky that I have a supportive husband who has a full-time job Mm. so that I can do what I need to do. And what would you say is something that has worked particularly well for your business, for getting started, for, you know, when you were at that point of having eight seats fully booked on that Mm. August trip, what did you feel like was, got you to that point? Being open and honest about what our challenges were. Um, not putting stuff out there saying that we're bigger than we actually were. We really took pride in the fact that we were like 
one female-led solo entrepreneur business trying to make a difference in the world, right? And mm. people um, really loved that messaging. And just being authentic. I think authenticity is is um, is core when you're trying to do something that's very different in the marketplace than what's out mm. there, right? Yeah, and just being open and, and collaboration. I think collaboration is key. Um, to give you an idea, we were in the... Uh, a finalist in that social entrepreneur tourism competition and um, only Canadian company. So we were very proud of that. And I collaborated with Quela Women, who was the winner of the competition in the growth track to offer their girls underneath their, like their, they run these uh, mentorship circles, photography training, who were endeavoring to be tour guides. So through them, it helps us expand our reach in Cameras for Girls, but we're also giving back because now they get a skill that they could not necessarily afford. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's all, I mean, collaboration is always key. It's, it's so much more powerful and beneficial to think of your you know, competitors as allies rather than just competition. Especially when you're small company and you're a solo entrepreneur, you need to be able to, you need to be open to collaboration, right? Mm. I think people who are too scared to collaborate and too scared to open themselves up don't see success as fast because they're, they're afraid of that competition. Competition can be healthy because it means there's there's people who want what you have to offer. You just have to communicate it the wrong way. And recently I took on a co-founder who is 20 plus years experience as a travel agent on the Triple F Photo Tour side, which is going to help us get even further because I can't do it all. I don't want to do it all. <laughs> and um, we complement each other's skills. So it's just another way to look at how do I grow this company? How do I scale, right? Because my ultimate ultimate plan is to have 12 trips a year, one a month, and hire other female photographers to lead those photo tours, therefore, therefore empowering females, carrying that message through our charity and through our for-profit. Oh, well, I really, I really hope I see you get there in the very near Me future. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious, what advice, I mean, I think it's such an admirable thing what you're doing, and I can imagine other listeners who want to be more ethically and sustainably minded and are maybe thinking about starting a tour company but love the idea of pairing it with a charity. What advice would you have for those listeners? I would say find the niche where you can um, make a difference. Is it through photography or is it through what's your passion? What are you good at that you could pay it forward through, right? Use your skills for good, whether it's carpentry, whether it's photography, whether it's art, anything that we are, we, we are inherently all good at one thing in life. We might not have realized what that thing is, but we're all good at one thing at least. So figure out a way to pay that forward to others enhance their lives and build a business around it whether it's travel or not right I mean it can be anything but build a business around 
something where you can make a difference in somebody else's life. That's fantastic. That's a, I think that's a beautiful <laughs> thing to end on. I, I love I love that philosophy, Amina. You're so inspiring, and I love the oh, concept you. of your charity and of your tour business. Uh, for those who would love to learn more about you, potentially take a tour or maybe mm-hmm. donate to your charity. Uh, where can they find you and do that? Okay, so for Cameras for Girls, we're under cameras uh, with an S, for girls with an S, dot org. Um, and for uh, the tours, uh, right now we're promoting Costa Rica, but uh, Uganda and Tanzania will be June, Alaska in August, and India mm-hmm. in November. Sorry, I had to put that plug. Um, <laughs> we are at triple F, as in Frank, photo tours with an S, uh, .ca. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Amina, and I look forward to seeing where you end up. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Mm -hmm.